Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the podcast all over the place, the WDBO app, Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcasts. You can also check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 outside of O-Town Streamless there in the WDBO app. I have a question for you or multiple questions for you. Is there another event? inside the Washington Beltway that exclaims to the nation more, we don't get it, than the Washington Correspondents' Dinner. Is there another event in D.C. that better underlines the point these Washington elites are so out of touch with the American public than this one right here, the Washington Correspondents' Dinner? I'll answer my own questions. No. (laughs) No. It's time to end this fiasco known as the Correspondents' Dinner. End it all. I get it. It's a tradition that goes back to Calvin Coolidge. He attended the original White House Correspondents' Annual Dinner. Every president has done so, with the exception, of course, of Donald J. Trump. In 2019, the Trump administration banned any of its officials from attending that dinner. Now, the dinner was canceled due to the pandemic over the last two years. So this past weekend's Correspondents' Dinner there in D.C. was really the first one in a while that attracted some attention. Without Trump being at these dinners in the past, nobody cared. Past few years, pandemic. So this was really the first one in a while that has attracted any sort of attention. And comedian Trevor Noah, who, by the way, I don't think is particularly funny, hosted the event. And here are a couple of minutes of him roasting the president, the media, and the American people. And that's why we're really here, people. We're here to honor the media. Yeah. So first and foremost, let's give it up for the White House press pool. Let's give it up for them, please. You guys, you guys are relentless. Every day you show up and every day you demand answers on the pressing issues of the day. And then Fox News asks about Hunter Biden. And I'll be honest though, I actually think that's a good thing. I really do. I think people need to be held accountable if they're using their dad's name to get ahead in life. And I can't think of anyone better to ask about that than Peter Ducey. Yeah, wherever he is. Chris Wallace laughed at that joke. (laughs) But you see, the real purpose of tonight is to honor some of the country's best political journalists, people like Abby Phillip, Yamish Elsendor, and Mick Mulvaney. I actually get why CBS hired Mick Mulvaney. I get it, you know? He's more than just the guy who assured everyone that Donald Trump would concede gracefully. No, he can also get you access to other people who assured you that Donald Trump would concede very gracefully. It's very important. So shout out to CBS, my corporate cousin. You can actually find us uh, on Paramount Plus. 
Yes, right between SpongeBob SquarePants and a bunch of movies that even Delta's in-flight entertainment system turned down. <laughs> but I, wanted, I don't want to dwell on that. I want to dwell on Mick Mulvaney when we have so many other great journalists here tonight. We got Anderson Cooper in the house, man. We got Rachel Maddow. We got Don Lemon. We got Shepard Smith, Smith, and so many other huge talents who can no longer be mentioned in Florida public schools. I see you, Rhonda Sanctus. What's going on, baby? <laughs> oh, man. A lot of big media names in the room tonight. Chuck Todd is here. Chuck, you here? Yeah? How you doing? I'll ask a follow-up, but I know you don't know what those are. <laughs> don't boo him, he's trying. Man, these people are mean, Chuck. The Axios team is also in the house. I didn't know this, but Axios is actually Greek for political playbook without the birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Axios got a lot of flack a few years ago for releasing a star photo that had fewer black people in it than CPAC, but kudos to Axios. They fixed that problem by not releasing any more star photos. And, um, <laughs> and Jonathan Swan, mama, I'm a fan, personal fan. You've been crushing it with those interviews. Congrats on the award. People are always asking, how does Jonathan Swan get these politicians to open up to him? I'll tell you how. It's the Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, American journalists sound too aggressive. What did you do with the money? An interview with Jonathan Swan is like being interrogated by a koala bear. <laughs> but Senator McConnell, don't you think it's strange that you and the devil have never been seen in the same place at the same time? <laughs> don't you think that's strange? Funny? I didn't laugh. It's time to end this charade, man. End the White House Correspondents' Dinner tradition. Why? Let me count the ways. Number one, it screams of Washington elitist level, like I said. Hey, D.C. insiders, nobody cares. Nobody cares out here on the American Main Street. Nobody cares about a bunch of self-important people in tuxes and ball gowns who will tell you just how self-important they really are. And the whole celebrity scene at the correspondence dinner, are you kidding me? The fact that Martha Stewart and Kim Kardashian and her beau of the moment, Pete Davidson, and Fran Drescher. I, I don't care that Fran Drescher was there. She hasn't done anything worthwhile in 25 years since the nanny. I don't care about Michael Keaton being there. I don't care about Drew Barrymore showing up in a beautiful cow. I don't care about Melinda Gates being there either. And don't tell me about the after parties. Don't want to hear about the after parties at the Kennedy Center or at the French Embassy. Don't care. And this dude, Trevor Noah, making jokes about inflation and gas prices, etc. Like, wh what? These people are actually laughing at these jokes? Joe Biden is having fun laughing at these jokes? Really? Let him eat cake. That's the message. Let him eat cake, right, Joe? Here you have an American public that is being choked right now. Choked by the fact that life is really, really expensive. And you have all these phony balonies laughing and grinning about it at this White House Correspondents' Dinner? And then Noah has the gall to joke about the Afghanistan evacuation? Oh, the same evacuation where 13 heroes lost their lives for no other reason than incompetence at the very top? You, Joe Biden? You're laughing at it? It's absurd. Absolutely absurd. And Joe Biden, by the way, has the onions, the onions to get up during the correspondence dinner and toast the United States of America in the First Amendment. <laughs> really? The First Amendment, Joe? This from a guy who, by my count, had nine official news conferences in the first year of his presidency. By the way, Donald Trump, for all his faults, right? And I'm sure the media will point them out. Donald Trump, at that point, a year into his presidency, conducted twice as many news conferences. 
And look, I will again make the argument that this president, Joe Biden, is the least accessible, least transparent president that we have seen in modern history. Now, frankly, I don't blame his handlers, whoever's running the country, because it ain't Joe, to cut down on the amount of news conferences that this guy does. It's awkward. It's embarrassing for the leader of the free world to be stumbling and fumbling and bumbling all over himself, despite having cue cards in a mostly complicit press. The same people who were clapping for him at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, a press that sets him up with softball question after softball question, and he continues to fail to hit him out of the park. This guy has been the most protected and sheltered of any president that I can remember because, frankly, I mean, let's tell it like it is here. He's about, oh, 75 cents short of a buck right now. 75 cents short of a buck. Joe Biden is 79 years of age. He is a very old and creaky 79. He is a shadow of his former self. Yes, he's always been prone to making gaffes. Even like back in the 70s and the 80s, he was prone to making gaffes. But frankly, I don't know how this particular Joe Biden crosses the finish line to his presidency in over two and a half years. Forget about that nonsense about him running again. He's got to say that right now to make himself semi-relevant. If Joe Biden runs again, check that. If Joe knows what city he's in in two and a half years, I'll, well, I don't know what the heck I'll do because it's not happening. But back to the correspondence dinner. Then you have these so-called journalists. To me, there's nothing worse than a journalist patting himself or herself on the back. Journalists are not supposed to be dressing up like penguins. They're not supposed to be on the inside. They're supposed to be on the outside, preferably dressed in ratty old jeans and tennis sneakers. They're not supposed to be cozying up to these powerful people. They're the ones that are supposed to be reporting on them. Two totally different things. But as we've seen in the past, especially when a Democrat is in the White House, there is that love affair between the press and the administration. It's enough to make a gag. It really is. Look, this White House Correspondents' Dinner has outlived its shelf life. It screams of Washington elitist BS that we on Main Street are sick and tired of, especially in these days and times. Do away with that Correspondents' Dinner, please. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. Check me out on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And you can stream us right there in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time.